0: Welcome to the Teach Amazing podcast. I'm Neil, and in this podcast, we're going to introduce you to amazing schools from around the world. So if you're an educator looking for something more, then this is the right podcast for you. Welcome to another episode of the Teach Amazing podcast. Today, we're in Portugal to meet Miguel Santos, who's the CEO of The Sharing School. Now the Sharing School is a really interesting project and it's bringing an innovative and new approach to teaching and learning in the Lisbon area. And Miguel talks engagingly about his school, about teaching and about running a school that is at the cutting edge of what's happening in Lisbon right now. So let's take a look. So let's get started. Tell us a little bit about yourself.
1: Okay, so I'm, I'm, I'm Miguel. I'm CEO of International Sharing School. Um, I have a background in, in hospitality and in hotel management. Okay. Uh, I the school has been a family business and so I run schools and I run other businesses that we have as well, more related to hospitality and on the luxury lifestyle uh, side.
0: Fantastic. And give us a quick introduction to the school. So um, our school is a is a
1: a full K twelve. So even we start with uh, kids from four months old, and then we do all the journey going up to eighteen years old. And so everything before university, basically. And uh, and yeah, we are a continuum uh, IB continuum world school. So we offer all curriculums of the of the IB.
0: Let's learn more about this teach amazing school. First up, tell us about your school. The physical location, uh, uh, maybe a bit about facilities. Okay, so we are in um, we are
1: in in Portugal in uh, Oeiras uh, municipality, Oeiras Valley. So Oeiras is is a is a big international uh, business hub. Um, uh, a lot of international families moving here. A lot of international businesses as well. And moving here, all the, all the big uh, international uh, or multinational companies are based here uh, in, in Oeiras. It's a municipality that is super convenient. It's halfway between Lisbon and Qashqai. And so, depending on the preference, if you like something more like cosmopolitan, you have Lisbon. If you want something more like relaxed, beach style, whatever, we have Qashqai's area. And so, yeah, location wise, it suits us very well.
0: Fantastic. And facilities wise? well facilities we currently have
1: two buildings at the moment we have two buildings and we have the, uh, big green areas uh, as well we've been investing in in buying the plots around our buildings and so um we have uh, early years and, and and primary years in one building and then middle school and high school in in another building and mm-hmm. uh, and so we've um, we've worked with rosenbosch the the, the international uh, architect and and overall designer more, more based uh, focusing on developing different education spaces. And so we've refurbished the four facilities to to turn into uh, this high-end, uh, innovative education ecosystem that we have uh, today. So one of the buildings was a, a traditional Portuguese school, very traditional, and so we turned the place down, broke the walls, took the ceilings out, and remade everything again according to, to these concepts. And then the senior school and middle school building used to be a microchip factory, right. that was then transformed into some office working spaces from the bank. We bought it off the bank and gave it a full, full uh, makeover and and a, a big twist, a big intervention. And so we got to um, to the to the facilities that we have today.
0: So, describe if you used to walk into the, one of the facilities, what would I see? Well, when you walk into into the school it it doesn't feel like a school,
1: you know, it feels like a, a Google campus or something right. like this, because it, it's a lot of this open space type of working. It's not the traditional, let's say, tables and chairs and the teacher on the board explaining. And so it's a very interactive uh, experience to being in a school. It's a very immersive experience as well. And uh, we get it a lot from parents uh, when they get in the school and they know, okay, in this building, we have 300 students. And then they see that it's working everything open, kids working, lying down, others on these bicycles that we have where you can pedal and type at the same time, others sitting on these like uh, bouncy yoga balls or, or something like this. And they're like, I mean, how do you have 300 students here if it's so quiet? And so we managed to 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 have this feeling of it's all open, but it's all under control and it works better. It is more fluid. It's more natural and organic for the students to work here. and so. In the end of the day, 300 students in an open area is quieter than a school with 300 students in this different classroom. So it's, it's very interesting. Yeah, it and, is. And, it's, it's fascinating yeah.
0: how that is. And, uh, you know, I know from my own experience uh, that people, people struggle to understand, don't they, uh, uh, how that can be. Um, so uh, for teachers, uh, uh, that physical space... Uh, Provides a huge amount of opportunity, I guess. Uh, yes, uh, a lot of opportunities and a lot of challenges as well. Of um, course, uh,
1: there are not a lot of schools that work like this uh, around the world, and so when when teachers come to work with us, it might be a bit shock. Uh, a, a bit of a shock for 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 some of them. It's 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 it really forces you to get out of your comfort zone, and it really forces you to get into the system. So if you come in here and you try to teach this old school way, it, it simply won't work. And so it really forces you to to do it. And uh, um, Teachers always we are very careful when we uh, interview new teachers. We explain that uh, how innovative this is, and of course everybody wants innovation until you get smacked in the face with innovation when you arrive here. And uh, but it, it it works very well. Uh, for obviously for some subjects being more project based is easier than for other subjects, and so we also have to understand it. And and the the facilities that we have have been designed bearing this in mind. So we know that okay we cannot go crazy and super innovative in everything there are some things that we still need to respect this uh, this way of doing because at the moment there's no, not really a, a way around it. And there's not a way that we have seen that. Okay, let's try a, a different a solution. So, yeah, it's a matter of trying to blend both of them. And so we are not extremists at everything. We are not soup like the on the end of innovation and we are not on the end of uh, uh, being conservative. And so it, it's finding the sweet spot uh, because we want everybody to be comfortable, especially the teachers. Um we want them to be comfortable. We don't want to put them in in uncomfortable situations, uncomfortable positions, and so that's one of the things that we that we that we work on. So a lot of opportunities and uh, challenges, but very rewarding for for sure.
0: Fantastic. Um, tell us a little bit about the school's mission, um, yeah. the guiding statements, and uh, you know you've already painted some part of the picture of how you try to achieve that mission but uh give us an idea of the kind of things that you do to make your mission real
1: yeah so i mean we 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 have a, a set of core values that is very very uh special to the school. And, and this is something that if you don't fit in, you don't need to wait one year to see if you fit in or not. You know immediately if you, if you fit in or not. Sure. The school has been created uh, by a family, by my family. And so it's a school created by the family and for the families as well. And not just the families of the students, the families of the teachers. We, we offer tuition um, for, for the teachers' children as well, because we want them to be part of the family we want them to be part of the sharing school community sure. and and uh, almost all of them uh, take it and and they benefit a lot from it not just because of of obviously it's it's free tuition but because they really get to experience and be more involved with it and so um it's very family oriented, the school. We have uh, in our core values the caring part, the multiculturalism and hospitality. And that's something that you really breathe in the school when, when you come in. And so, um, we are very caring, first of all, with ourselves, caring with the others, and then caring with the, with the whole uh, environment and the community. And, uh, and this is something that the, the, the team appreciates it uh, and, and they, 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 they feel it. Uh, we have uh, 60 different nationalities of students. And so multiculturalism is something that we are very, very big into. Of course, we teach different uh, languages. We have uh, all different backgrounds in school, all different religions, all different colors. We have everything and it works very, very well. Um, and so we are also very inclusive, uh, not just on religions and, and, and um uh, personalities and backgrounds and cultures and so on but we are also inclusive with um, with some special needs that students uh, might have and so we have also a team for, that caters for this uh, and we are not a special needs school let's say but we are a school which is inclusive and and we go we really go out of our way to make sure that if you want to be here then we'll find a way to make it here so our school is not a school for those who can afford it it's a school for those who want to be here and who want to belong to the community if you mm-hmm. cannot afford it we we might find a way to make it work uh, but if you want to be here that's 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 what we want and then the hospitality part it also connects all of this and so it's all this this big family um uh, community this family feeling that we have and 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 way that we that we run it and the way that we manage it and the example that we try to set um coming coming from from us from the board and so on
0: fantastic and and you mentioned it's a family school Um, it's uh, it seems like a passion project to me
1: yeah well um it is it is it is it is a a very passionate project um it started. It started. Uh, oh, it's. I mean, it's always been in the, in the family. The education. My mother was a uh, a primary school teacher. Uh, my dad was was big in, in in business back in his days, and he also taught some lectures in university and so on. And so, education was always in the family uh, a little bit. Then me and my brothers. um after international experience working abroad and studying abroad and living in different places we we saw a lot of stuff and and, and we wanted to bring it uh, to the table. Uh, we have other businesses in the family which those are the the driving uh, um, profit driven businesses and so on sure. in the end of the day the school is is uh, i mean it's an, it's a private school and so obviously you'll you look at it as a business but it is it is a, a big big passion project that we have and for us, it's it's not just the school. Is it's reshaping the education models here in Portugal and trying to um, influence uh, uh, the, the the other stakeholders and in, uh, in the education space that there are different ways of doing it, and there are other ways that also work. Which is something that we've managed to to prove with the official academic results that we have is that there are other ways that work as well and there are other ways that can be less stressful for the for the kids can be softer on the parents don't have to be as harsh on the staff and uh, and i mean there's different ways to to work there's different ways to to look at it Um, and so yeah the big goal is obviously providing the best uh, experience for our community in our school But the goal on top of it is to try and influence the the other schools around us, even the government, uh, that, okay, of course, there is legislation, of course, all of it has to be regulated and in place, but there should be some flexibility and we should also look at it and it's not, uh, we obviously respect heritage, we respect tradition, but just because it's been done like this the last 120 years doesn't mean that we have to continue doing it like this you know so we can still do it still respect it and give it a little twist that makes it more comfortable for everybody in the end of the day
0: and you're so right miguel you're so right and it's it, it's really uh, something that's so important uh... Um, you know, education should be changing uh, with the times, not not be stuck in uh, in uh, in old uh, views and old values. In my opinion, um, your your um, uh, strategic objectives for the school. You know, what are you? You're ten ten years old, something like that, perhaps uh, as a school. Uh, it's yeah. a time for, for renewal, perhaps and uh, and growth, just like a ten year old.
1: Well, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, the school is a little bit uh, less than 10 years old. Is it? I'm uh, oh, yeah, sorry, no, I, I meant. Mean. No, uh, so we've been around here in Lisbon for four years now.
0: Ah, oh, four years, okay.
1: Four oh, years, so, yeah, yeah. so certainly growth.
0: Requires. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh,
1: growth has been has been uh, uh, pretty steady. Uh, we, we've been growing at, uh, at a, a good pace. We've set the pace, which we believe is, is comfortable. Uh, and, and we still believe it is a comfortable pace that we are, that we are following. Um, well, Portugal is, is, in a, is in a great spot at the moment. Portugal is a very attractive uh, place. Uh, even as unfortunate as all these events uh, happen around the world, all these uh, tragic events, conflicts, mm-hmm. and so on, this also makes a big migration uh, shift to Portugal. Right. And, and so not just our school, but I, I believe schools in general or international schools in general are feeling this pressure. And so that's why also new schools popping up here in, in Lisbon, new international schools popping up uh, as they should, because the market is here. Uh, besides that, we've managed to also stand out from from uh, from from the other schools uh, because of all of this that we've been that we've been uh, talking and so yeah the last uh, four years since we've started had, have been years of growth um, years where we have been uh, having a, a big intakes of of students now we are in a in a in a in a comfortable position. We are with a comfortable number of students we have a comfortable cohort that's moving on uh, We have stabilized in the number of students we stabilized in the staff that we have as well and so now is the time to look at the inside and consolidate and focus on on the quality and so we don't have uh, huge growth plans for the next couple of years. now for the next couple of years, we want to look at it uh, to the inside and 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 really solidify the culture that we have um and and yeah trim the edges where we have to and and keep on on improving and and trying to provide uh, a better experience uh, and yeah understanding the w- what are the, the the pains that that the, our stakeholders have and, and and trying to fix it that's the that's the goal for the next couple of years
0: fantastic and uh sounds a very appropriate and uh, a great goal to have practically um, concrete goals do you have anything you mentioned that it's a, a time for uh, consolidation but is there anything that if a new staff member came they would they would be experiencing um, sorry no, I'm not sure I, I really understand so the, practically the uh, are there any any changes uh, that uh, you um, will be initiating in the next couple of years uh, uh, around the school or around the campuses
1: yeah, I mean, um, we we are we are investing in more uh, outdoor spaces at the moment. So we want to have more sports fields, uh, of course, but not it's not just sports fields. Is is having more outdoor experiences for the students. Creating more outdoor learning hubs. We we've acquired a huge plot uh, around the school, which is seventy one thousand square meters. It's just green area, and so we want to really develop this um, to to to. To give a more open, more breathable um, uh, space and, uh, and yeah, enhancing the curriculum, focusing on this, focusing on training of our teachers, uh, providing them a lot of training. Uh, they, they, we, we provide the IB training for, for all of them. And a lot of teachers, they just come up to us and they say, listen, I believe I would benefit from this, this, this training that's happening. Okay, let's, let's make it happen. Then, uh, we go over budget on training every year. We go over budget on (laughs) getting teachers to travel abroad to, to, so that they can have the, 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 the experience, not just the experience of learning, but being abroad, being outside of the school environment with your colleagues uh, uh, in the UK, going for the music and drama uh, uh, expo. And then in the end of the day, sitting in the pub, having a beer with your colleagues. I mean, sometimes this is more productive than a two hour meeting in school and so on. And so, yeah, this is something that we we have been doing. And for the future, this is something that we will try to intensify even more. We see that the benefit it brings for for everybody it brings benefits for them uh, then if it the, brings benefits for them it benefits the school if it benefits the school it benefits the students and so that's uh, that's one of the, the part of the focus
0: yeah it's a powerful cycle um yeah tell us a little bit about your students you mentioned that it's a relatively diverse student body um you know who, who comes to your school
1: well, we have um, very diverse. Uh, as 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 you mentioned, uh, we have around fifteen percent of uh, Portuguese students and eighty five percent of international students, and uh, and so it, it's really diverse. Of these international students, we have sixty different nationalities. We have students uh, of families who move to Portugal to retire. We have students of families who move to Portugal uh, to. Uh, who are self employed and want to take advantage of certain uh, tax benefits uh, or residency permits and so on we have people that are moving because of the conflict uh, in the in the eastern uh, parts of uh, of Europe um, we have people f- moving from the United states as well looking for a, a different type of lifestyle um, with the with uk also uh, with with brexit uk getting out of the eu uh, for a lot of families, it's not as attractive now to send your kids to, to, to study in London. And so, why not send them to Portugal, where the quality of education is, is, will be at the same level if, if, you, if you find the right school? Um, it's cheaper, uh, it's not as gray, it's good weather, uh, a cozy little place, super safe. It's more pleasant for you to come here and visit the family and, and, and so on. Great food, nice people. And so Portugal uh, is, is, is on the map right now. It's hot. Lisbon is, is, is a hot destination. And, uh, and yeah, a lot of these families are coming for a change of, of lifestyle as well. And then we also have the usual of international schools, some diplomat uh, families that move around uh, and some expats, corporates in, in, in their businesses.
0: Fantastic. And what about um, uh, staff to student ratios? Where do you stand there in terms of the number of teachers for the number of uh, uh, students?
1: Yeah, right now we are about one to eight uh, teacher teacher to student ratio, not uh, staff to, 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 to student sure. uh, ratio. We have uh, 670 uh, students at the moment. We have 170 staff, around 170 staff, uh, out of which... Um, more than a hundred are, are teaching uh, staff. We have a lot of, of uh, specialist uh, teachers. Uh, we really work uh, t- to provide the best uh, uh, delivery of the curriculum that we can. And so we overstaff sometimes a little bit on certain areas that we know that will benefit the, the, the students and and will make a, a better experience for them so uh, uh, just a quick example of this and um, we teach portuguese obviously because it's the host country language and so we we believe it's important that everybody knows it we don't have portuguese a and portuguese b we have portuguese divided in different phases we have beginner intermediate advanced and native speaker Mm -hmm. each one of these programs have a specific curriculum and so these are four teachers when when the time comes we break the class in four and so This is why we have such a high number of of teachers, because in not not in all of the subjects, but in a lot of them, we want to do this. We want to give opportunity of students to study maths, but those who are high achievers and who want to go the extra mile, we want to have an advanced class of maths and with a different teacher, a different space, so that they can also focus on this. The same with English, with 60 different nationalities, you can imagine a lot of students arrive not with the ideal uh, fluency, let's say, and, and so uh, we also uh, have quite a, a, a big uh, department on, on, on the English language so that we can get everybody up to speed and, and not have them stay behind because of a language barrier.
0: Sure. Um, let's move now to uh, uh, the stuff outside of the curriculum, the extracurricular activities or co-curricular activities. I guess <clears throat> as an IB school and with your general philosophy and beliefs, this is a really important area
1: yeah that that, that is a, a big area, and we've managed to develop it over the years we've managed to increase our offering and obviously as the school grows um, it's something also that is interesting for the, and, and that the community needs to understand that the growth of school means that we can offer more as well, so we sure. can offer more subjects we can offer more activities we have more quorum and with more uh, uh, students there's a higher possibility that we have more interested in this or activity or in other subjects, and so yeah we've been focusing a lot uh, on that and with the current number of students we have today, we have more than seventy percent of our students enrolled in in after school activities um, we have a mix of of activities we have some which are more intellectual let's say we have some which are more um, physical more sporty uh, we do football uh, basketball, volleyball, uh, tennis, paddle um, golf. Horse riding, skateboarding, surfing, uh, dancing, and ballet. We have judo. We have other martial arts. Um, and then we have, as part of these more um, intellectual ones, we have a chess club. We have a photography club. Uh, we have game design and development. We have coding and robotics as part of the curriculum. But if you want to enhance it a little bit more, if you are more passionate about it, we also offer it as a as an um, after school uh, club. And then we do music as well. Music is part of the curriculum. But if you want a specific music instrument, we teach it here in school. We teach loads of instruments here in school. And if our students want to learn a specific instrument that we don't teach, we will get the teacher to come into school and teach it here in school for them.
0: Fantastic. And it's clear, Magret, that you uh, are passionate about your school. Uh, <laughs> you can hear it in every word you say. Uh, but what, if I were to pin you down and 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 nail you on just three things that you uh, could identify, the things that you uh, that you love most, what would they be? About the school,
1: uh, I mean, uh, it's it's great to 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 be in in this. Um, in this in, in such a diverse community, you know the, and and, and do, you, do you see the kids obviously this, this is the cliches they are the future generation and so on, but sure. they are and and so it is int- interesting and it is very gratifying to see how the interactions that these students have, specifically with all the challenges that they have with the way that these kids are brought up which is different from the way I was brought up and is different from the way that you uh, were uh, brought up. The access to information, the overload of information that they are bombarded with and most of the times uh, distorted information uh, uh, and and, and stuff that is not suitable, that they are not mature enough to understand and so on. But it's interesting to see how they are interacting with each other, how uh, a healthy positive relationships we have here. Uh, we have uh, Palestine students and Arabic students all here, no problems at all. We have a lot of Ukrainian students, a lot of Russian and Belarusian students. Everything is working smoothly. Uh, we have Irani students and American students. And when there was these tensions in the past, we didn't have any issues on this. And so it's, it's, it's it really gives you, a, I mean, a... a a different look at at, at the world and uh, it makes you see okay there, there there is there is hope you know that that yeah, this this that this will get fixed these things will get fixed because these this generation that is pushing the boundaries that is getting more involved into these uh in, in into trying to to reshape how how things are seen and so one of my favorite things in school is is just seeing the the, the progress of the kids seeing the kids enjoying being in school this is this is the most gratifying thing when i was in school it was five o'clock and school finished and i i i'm out of there i want to leave school i mean school's finished we're out um, these kids are telling their parents, you "Don't come pick me at five. Okay, pick me a little bit later. Again, okay, let me stay a bit longer." And and that's something that is, in the beginning was difficult to understand. And these parents ask us, "Oh, what do you do with the kids in school? What do you give <laughs> these kids that they just want to be in school? Because it is not a very natural uh, thing, but it should be. It it should be." And so it's um, it, it's really really gratifying to to see to see this. That's my favorite part about the school is is really is really seeing. People having a good time, people appreciating the work that's being put in and uh, and yeah, and seeing that, okay, there is a positive uh, progression as 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 it goes. Not just academic, of course, it's a school and there is a big focus on academics, but it's not just academic.
0: Sure. Fantastic. And all schools need to be improving. Um, What would you like to see uh, change uh, in your school?
1: Well, um, we've—I mean, the last years have been years of growth. Years of growth brings a lot of growing pains. Um, we've been—we've managed to, to to stay on top of, of of all these growing pains. Something where we where we need to improve. Uh, is is the communication with the community how can we communicate more effectively but not over communicate at the same time it's very difficult when you have so much going on in your school that and you want people to know you want the parents to know all the crazy cool things that we are doing here in school how their kids are enjoying school but we cannot like uh, uh get excited and <laughs> over communicate yeah, exactly so that's something that we need to get a little bit better at drawing that line and uh, and yeah i mean improving improving the the delivery of of the curriculum and uh setting higher uh, standards we've been uh, doing a, a good job so far our team has been doing a great job uh, in the in the all across all programs in the pyp and the myp and the dp we've seen a huge progression of students we have students who are super high achievers we are students who are making it and and uh, obviously what we are focusing on is is this delta which is where they started and where they are now what was the improvement that they made and are they doing the best that they can are they being the best student that they can not the best student in the world because we want them to be each one of them has to be the best student that they can be and Thank enjoy you. the process and uh, and so uh, yeah differentiated learning is also a challenge uh, as we is in every school I believe and this is something that we are consistently investing and we are consistently training uh, the team to push uh, try and push it a little bit and try and overcome this challenge of how can we teach the same thing in a different way to different people
0: find out about the teachers and the team You mentioned earlier that we've got a, uh, a diverse and and uh, pretty large uh, team. Could you give us a little bit more detail? Yeah, so um, we have uh, teachers
1: and staff members from around thirty different countries. Um, most of them um, uh, or some of them are native speakers. We have uh, teachers uh, native English speakers, let's say. So we have uh, from United States, Canada, um, Ireland, UK, South Africa. These are the, the, the main native speaking uh, English uh, teachers that we have. But then we have all the other 25 nationalities of teachers, um, all of them fluent in, um, in, in English. Of course, our language of instruction is English and uh, all of them with IB uh, experience. So uh, we, we, we hire teachers with um, IB experience, and uh, we also provide all the training for for, uh, for them. Um, we have more um, uh, female teachers and male teachers in our school, uh, diversity-wise. So it's around 70% uh, female and, and 30% male. Um, and yeah, we're always excited to try and balance it out it's not always easy because it, we need to see what's what's up there who's up there on the market and, and, sure. and so we need to work with what we have um but yeah we have we have a very enthusiastic team we have uh, people who are super experienced we have people who are in the end of their career and we have people with 3 to 5 years of experience and so we try and balance it out and and even if you are in the end of your career i'm sure that you there's something that you can learn uh, from Always. somebody who's in the learners. beginning.
0: <laughs> lifelong learners. <laughs> yeah. uh, that's and what so, it's all
1: about. Yeah. And so we, we try to balance it out. Of course, we have a, a huge commitment with, with parents, a huge commitment with the students that we are here to provide a unique educational experience, but we want them to excel in their academics within their uh, abilities, of course. And so Uh, we need to we need to make sure that we are delivering this uh so yeah that's a big uh, overall general snapshot uh, of the of the team is is, yeah is a mixed team 70 percent uh female 30 percent male 30 different nationalities and all
0: ib trained fantastic and what about your leadership team how do you how do you structure leadership yeah, so we have we have a, a different uh, approach
1: on 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 leadership as well. And again, as, as as we spoke before, we we really respect the tradition. We really respect heritage, but we believe that more horizontal um, structures are more efficient, uh, and and they can work better. And we've seen how well in other institutions, whether it is businesses or or whatever it is, other institutions, and let's say businesses, let's look at the tech industry. In in these tech and and, and startup industries, they are working in a very, uh, not so much of a vertical uh, structure, but a bit more flat structure, having different small groups, small delegations, um, rather than having one, uh, do, doing doing everything. And so we inspired a bit and we look at it and, and we see, okay, if it's working in, in other institutions, if it's working in other businesses, it has to work in education as well. And so we try to, to bring it into into our school. And so we have our board. Uh, which is me and two of my brothers, so it's really family based and family run um, and then uh, we have a, a very experienced lady that's working for us who is our educational consultant. she is overviewing the work of the free coordinator so that we have three heads that uh, that um, Report to her uh, on primary school, middle school, and high school, and so we have these free heads, and then we have different department coordinators on each so we have like a math department with one of the teachers is the head of this department language the same arts and so on um, and so uh, that's the structure that that we have so it it has a structure it 's a solid structure it 's just a bit more uh, horizontal than than the normal structure we don't have this uh, figure of uh, a, a principal or a traditional figure of a principal uh, uh, the guy that's with the suit and tie at the door and stuff. We, 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 we don't really uh, have that. We have because our heads uh, of programs and our board are very operational. They are very hands-on. And so we feel that we don't need an institutional figure just for the sake of having an institutional figure. And right. so uh, if, if, if we can make it work better like this, if we can have a, a clearer uh, work between the heads of the programs and the board, and the head of programs are overviewed by, uh, by our consultant who is super experienced in setting up IB schools and helping running IB schools and so on. So she really knows what she's doing. She's taking care of this work and bridging it with us.
0: Uh, and then, yeah, we don't need, we don't need anybody else in the middle. Okay. Um, <laughs> and if I were to be talking to your teachers, uh, when you're not around, uh, what would they love most about the school?
1: Um, I think what they would love most about the school would be the the environment that that we have here in the school, would be the the the, the opportunities that we offer uh, as well, um, the openness that we have. Again, our boards we we are very operational. Uh, we are. V- we are not the board that uh, is, meets once a week and then comes to school just to see. So we work in the school uh, every day. We're in school. We are close to the teachers. We know all the teachers by their first name, and there are a lot of teachers. Yeah. Um, and so they know that they come to our office. They want to talk to us. And they, I mean, there obviously, there is this... Uh, this uh, structure and, and that we need to respect and this communication channel that we need to respect, but they know that they can come to us, whatever it is, they can bring the, 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 the different ideas to us. And, um, and so I think one of the things that they would, the, that if I'm not around or if uh, the, 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 <laughs> the leadership team is not around, what they will, what they will say is, is they like the environment and, um, and they like, uh, the, the the approachability and the openness and transparency that we have here here in the school and our teachers are very very passionate about teaching and they uh, our like class tutors they are very into their group and so some of them for sure would say that what they most like is their students and so on. Sure, of course.
0: And the flip side, if um, I'd had a, a glass of wine or two and they uh, uh, wanted to tell me what they didn't like, what do you think what? that would be, Miguel?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think I think uh, no school is perfect, and ours is also sure. not perfect. We try to, but uh, it's it's very subjective. Uh, what they would not, uh, what they were over a couple of glasses of wine, they <laughs> would might maybe um, say that uh, yeah, uh, more uh, resources, more classrooms, more sports fields well you know it's never enough
0: learn what kind of teacher this school is looking for so let's talk a little bit about your ideal candidate now Uh, what kind of teachers are you looking for well we we are looking for teachers
1: who um, are experienced uh, uh, experienced uh, IB experience preferably uh we have some teachers who joined who are very experienced but not in ib and and we provide ib training for them uh for to do this and so uh it is a requirement to be ib experienced. but if we see that you are a top of the line teacher but you don't have we will we'll we'll work with it we'll make it happen um internationally minded uh teachers uh honest honest people um people who are driven to, in, into innovation and people who want to make a difference in 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 the world, in the school, and in education, mostly. Um, so yeah, it, you, you know when uh, the when when you see that uh, thing that okay, the guys that just graduated then they need to have thirty years of experience and twenty sure. lives done. I mean, it's always a mix of that with. Uh, some experience we want. Experience we want people with with experience. We want them to bring also the experience from the outside because for sure there's a lot of thing that's a lot of stuff that we are not seeing. There's a lot of things where we learn with with with, with the others. We learn with the experiences of the others and even from our name sharing school sharing experiences is 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 a great way of of, of learning and yes. and so yeah we want, we want we want we want teachers with experience with. IB training, fluent in English, um, international mindset, preferably international experiences, working in different countries, in different cultures. And and, yeah, that would be the the right profile.
0: And what about um, minimum qualification experiences, either from you or from uh, the perspective of Portugal? Uh, What's required there?
1: Well, here you need to have the the, the teaching uh, uh, undergraduate uh, degree for, for general teaching. Uh, there are some subjects where you don't need to have it, um, uh, more specific subjects. Uh, but most of them you, you do, uh, and we also like to see that, uh, that that on on the CVs. We also we we like to know okay, even if you are a chemistry. Uh, teacher or a uh, uh, maths high level teacher uh, we don't want to see just just the, the just this part we really want to see the teacher part you know uh,
0: and
1: it's so really that's the, yeah, 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 yeah it's something that we are that we are uh, big uh, <laughs> big into that uh, which well, universities are not so much, right? So, if you are like a bi- an economist, uh, uh, you can uh, you can give a, a, a economy classes, and so uh, that's where uh, the bit difference with the teachers. But yeah, for us, ideally, five years teaching experience minimum, and in an IB school, preferably uh, teaching in English, and, and 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 fluent in English. So, these are like the the minimum requirements that we will be uh, uh, looking
0: at. Right okay and in terms of you mentioned you've got young and older teachers is there an age limit in portugal or at your school for people to join
1: no 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 no, not at all not at all okay. um not at all we we have uh, teachers who are approaching their 80s right. and they are phenomenal
0: uh, yes, indeed. It's, uh, uh it's a really important question
1: yeah and 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 it, it it's funny because we see with the age they they also start to become more edgy and 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 fun and uh, and still very uh, very young at mind very uh, uh, interested in in learning and have really this long, uh, lifelong learner uh, profile and so yeah. that really attracts us um, the rest I mean we we limit twice on on the age. It, it, it's a matter of experience for us. Uh, we, we are not uh, looking at age. We are not looking at uh, the relationships, if they come with a partner or not. For us, a lot of times, if they come with the partner, perfect, is he a teacher as well? Can we also get him in, you know? So, uh, yeah, it's good
0: opportunities. Learn more about this school's contract. Let's move on to contracts now. Um, what's the standard length of your contract and how are extensions handled? Okay, so um,
1: usually uh, in, in general, uh, when, we, when we hire, uh, we do one year contracts. And how the, how the law works here in Portugal is that the contracts are automatically renewed after one year if the employer doesn't say anything against it and if right. the employee doesn't say anything against it uh, as well on the second time that it renews you become a permanent uh, uh, worker and right. so yeah a lot of our our teachers are already a uh, uh, permanent worker
0: And that's eu wide i think uh, that rule isn't it uh, um, yeah
1: i believe i believe so yeah
0: yeah indeed, indeed. is there a probationary period
1: uh, yes we usually have a trial period of Uh, one month for teachers who are in a, 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 they call it temporary, but it's the one year contract. And there is a six month probation period. If we go for a long-term no end contract uh, from the beginning.
0: Understood. And, um, you know, uh, uh, employment is obviously conditional on being able to work in uh, in Portugal. Is that difficult uh, to get uh, work permits? Oh, well, it's getting easier,
1: it's getting easier. Uh, there was a law that, uh, that has been approved right now, which says that you can come to Portugal looking for a job uh, and you can stay here for six months looking for a job. And wow. then as soon as you get the job, you, you go to the authorities, report it, and then you start uh, all the all the paperwork and so something that uh, it's a big it's a big big step because in the past it, it used to be a hassle we have to make contracts and we need to get with the authorities and then they need to get the visa before they come but now yeah now this is this is a, a big big step uh, that 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 the, the countries managed to overcome and so yeah even if we find a, a teacher um we can we can hire the teacher we can have them come in here arrive in portugal and then deal with everything here in wow, portugal wow that's and amazing so, yeah and that and makes especially when you
0: compare it with other european countries that are becoming more and more restrictive uh, mm-hmm. around who they can employ that's a, a huge plus for you guys i guess
1: yeah yeah for sure portugal is is a very inclusive country in general sure. and so it, that's a wonderful happy to country. see this yeah
0: truly and what are the working hours uh like uh in the contract uh what are you expecting in terms of of contact uh working hours
1: yeah so we have a a 35 hour uh 35 um hour week of mm-hmm. of of work for teachers uh we go usually uh we are around 20 teaching hours okay so there's a it's
0: lot of pretty time pretty generous for... isn't it uh, uh, yeah, yeah. And many schools come in at the the 24 25 number um and that fits with your philosophy i guess
1: yeah and also i mean this 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 has been uh set by our uh, academic leadership team and so right. uh our our educational consultant also uh, spoke with us and 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 convinced us that this is the way to to do
0: it. This is the way to go forward. It is the right way. uh, If you want to keep your staff and if you want to keep them engaged, uh, without a doubt it's uh it's really important to make sure that workload level is kept at a point where they can be well prepared for lessons and they do have the opportunities to uh, engage with individual students outside of formal teaching uh, uh, it's a really important uh, aspect i think and and i guess uh, the rules pertaining to contract termination depend on where you are in 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 the um uh contract uh, uh, development.
1: Well, yeah, exactly. So, if if you are still within the the uh, the, the the first two renovations, let's say, we we can um, terminate the contract uh, a couple a couple weeks before before the end of the contract. And so, when it's two, like two weeks until the contract ends, we we can say. Although we never we never do that. that's sure. that that's super rude. We don't do that. What we do is right now in January, we already sent an email to all our teams saying, okay, we are looking into what we are doing for next year. And so we want to know your intentions for next year. And so pretty early on, let us know if you are staying, if you are not staying, or if you are looking for opportunities and there's no discrimination and whatsoever it, it is what it is the, the the market is open the market is free and that's how it works and how that's how it should work and so uh we like we like to know things in advance usually if, if we know that we are going to terminate a contract with the teacher um we we let them know with very suitable time in advance so they can also organize themselves
0: explore the package that this school offers so they say that money makes the gold, world go around um uh, let's uh talk a little bit about your package first of all what's included well
1: um we 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 include all the, all of the all of the normal uh, normal legal stuff in the package of course so we we have the the working hours um we have the 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 scales of salaries that we have um we have margin to work on it uh, up and down here and there, depending on, on, on the profile and depending on the negotiation skills of the teacher as well. <laughs> that helps a lot. Usually <laughs> sure. uh, we, we offer free tuition for the, for the, for the staff uh, children as well. If they are is, relocating. Is some,
0: sorry. Is that free tuition yeah. ta- a taxable benefit or is it a, uh, uh, a non-taxable benefit?
1: It's a non-taxable. Non, uh, right. Great and uh, and so we offer we offer free tuition um we also uh provide um the food allowance and at the same time we provide the meals in school so we have snacks in the morning snacks uh, in the afternoon lunch and we have a teacher area where they always have food and and and, and stuff so they can always go there um, so so yeah it, it's it's i I would say it's it's a it's a normal package it's a generous package and bearing in mind that there is a lot of opportunity in our school for training as well and sure. and, and again, if, if the teachers are coming to us with IB training, which is expensive and they want to do IB training okay, perfect let us know which one it is and we'll work it out uh, if they want to travel to go to some expo to some, um, Career-enhancing uh, training or or, or or something like this. We are also perfectly fine to look to look into it. So it also depends a lot on the teachers. You know, those ones who are more passive might uh, not have such uh, benefits as ones who are more active and, and who are uh, uh, running a little bit more.
0: I understand and what's the tax situation like in portugal uh, What does the sort of average teacher pay in terms of of tax
1: well um it's it, it's pretty hefty in portugal uh, taxes for 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 uh, um, for teachers are pretty hefty so uh, more for the more for the company than for the the, the the teachers and so we 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 have our our accountants in-house in school so we do everything in-house in school so that we can also provide support for the teachers with this way um, we have two accountants here working they, they also work with the teachers a lot of times helping them out and so on and um it's it's harsher for the company than it is for the employee but what we do is when we make offers we always ask for them all the information that we have so we make a, a offer formally on a, a gross package
0: right
1: but then we make all the calculations and we tell them what it is net as well okay. and so they always know in the end of the day what they can count uh, on uh, during during, the, um, during the, the the year or the, the time that they are here in school.
0: And I know it's uh, one of these, these questions is a bit like, uh, how long is a piece of spring? But uh, what's the savings potential for, say, I don't know, a single teacher or a family? Um, well, yeah, you know, yeah. Are they able to save?
1: Yeah, I mean, it depends on, on their lifestyle. Exactly. <laughs> on.
0: How much you want to party and uh, yeah, what you want to do. Crazy. But you know what I mean? Yeah.
1: yeah, of course, of course. I mean, um, there, there's one thing that, that, that is harsh here in Portugal here in Lisbon, Oeiras, we're seeing an increase, which is the real estate, the housing market. Yeah. Uh, it is becoming uh, more and more challenging. Still, there are plenty of opportunities. You also need to understand that sometimes you need to take a step backwards to give five steps forward. And and, and so, uh, again, putting ourso- yourself in a position that you want to come here to Portugal to work with us is something that we value a lot. And so we make sure that we uh, we value and you make we make you feel uh, valued for this, and so it's not that we offer more um, more growth opportunities uh, for the ones who relocate, but we, we really take it into account the, the efforts that are made uh, to come here. As a, as a single um, um, household income, it it's, it is more challenging. That's why a lot of times. When they are, the teachers are moving with their families, and when uh, both partners are teachers, we try and, and that both come into our school because it sure. 's a way of it eases eases the logistics and, and, and we can improve everything, improve the packages and and make everything work uh, better for them and so there is there is saving there is uh, saving uh, potential here uh, here in, in our organization
0: right and you mentioned accommodation. Uh... What kind of accommodation can people expect?
1: Well, uh, it depends. There's there's a little bit of of everything. We will help out here in school. We will not choose the The houses for the for the teachers uh it's a very personal thing and and everybody has their own preferences and so what we do is we work with a couple of people that we we get them in touch with the teachers if they want Some of them mm-hmm. uh, say no, we want to look at it for ourselves and okay that's that's also fine um well any anything from 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 studios one bedrooms two bedrooms uh that's that's affordable options for that depends how how far away from school you want to be. Um, and, and so yeah, it's, again, it's, a very, very personal thing.
0: Sure. Indeed. And, um, you, you mentioned, uh, you have a pay scale structure. Um, so, uh, uh how does that work? Well, we
1: have, we have, uh, a, a, a pay scale structure, which is not, um, it it it's formalized with minimums that that we have for 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 teachers uh, sure. uh, joining, and so uh, even teachers with not uh, the experience that we that we would ideally like them to have, but that we see there is the potential that one or two years in our school will make them have, give this okay. jump and be uh, amazing teachers. And so we have minimum standards that we have, which are uh, on par with 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 with, uh, with what is. Uh, normal uh, with schools here in here in portugal with international schools here okay. in portugal um but uh, the rest there is uh, depending on uh, time that you are here but more than time we work a lot on meritocracy and so uh, a lot of times there are teachers who um, do have not completed what we believe would be ideal to raise them but uh, at the end of the day, uh, we have leadership team uh, every every week where I meet with with the, with the uh, educational consultant and the heads of programs. And mostly during it's more towards the end of the year that they bring up and they say, "Okay, this teacher's been doing a fantastic job. I think we should value them a little bit more." And um, and uh, it's never me who who dictates. Uh, okay, we'll do this, and I say, "Okay, what do you suggest?" and Let's see if we can work with that. It happens a lot throughout the year as well. Even in the middle of the year, we have situations where our leadership team says, "Okay, these people are doing a fantastic job. Let's compensate them for this. Let's uh, let, let's besides a, a thank you and a, a pat on the back, let let's find a, a, a quantitative way sure. to make them feel uh, feel feel a bit more valued." And so, uh, although we have a salary scale, uh, we end up diverting a bit from it because we freestyle a little bit along the way, but everybody benefits from it. So it's fine.
0: Okay. Um, And how many days a year are teachers expected to be with you working? Well,
1: that's, that's also a big, a big advantage uh, is that we hire teachers uh, to work on year contracts. Uh, We pay them 14 months and they work around Eight and a half to nine months. Sure. Indeed. So, so it is, it is, it is flexible. And in Portugal, uh, the the law is uh, twenty two days per year of holidays that you can take. Our teachers take, <laughs> <Sorry>. uh, <laughs> all, 90, ninety days a year of, of holidays. Not all of them. Not all of them, of course. But in general, it is. And again, you you work for nine months and you get paid for fourteen months. Sure. So it is generous.
0: Understood. Understood. And you mentioned uh, after-school activities and uh, all the things you offer. Um, how are they provided for? Do you pay teachers per uh, activity or is it included in the contract? How does that work?
1: Well, we have. Um, it depends on the contracts. And so we have uh, in, in primary school, uh, for example, teachers are, are expected to deliver one club. Per week per, okay. per week uh, we change that a little bit to try and not have them have such an intense uh, uh, role uh, but w- it, again this is another opportunity that we offer our teachers. If you teach something that you believe we can charge for uh, then then obviously we pay for it uh, a photography club basketball, uh, volleyball uh, football. Uh, all of these are taught by our teachers. We have uh, an art uh, club that is, is uh, art as an after school activity, uh, illustration, uh, enhancement on Russian spe- speaking for the, the current Russian students that we have. And this is all done with resources that we have internally. And so, before every time, before looking elsewhere for whatever we need, we will always look in house and we'll always see okay, is there somebody that we can? Give a little bump, give a little help, uh, and and sure. have them uh, do a little bit extra and get a little bit extra as well.
0: Fantastic! Um, and you mentioned professional growth being a priority for you and for your teachers, uh, <clears throat> um, and that's an important part of the package, isn't it?
1: Yeah, I I, I believe it is. I believe it is. Um, two of our heads of 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 program. Were teachers, uh, and so that shows how much you can you can go up the 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 ladder. Let's say uh, here with with uh, or, or with that. Uh, so department coordinators, they're all teachers. Sure. Um, even we have our our career counselor used to be a teacher, worked very closely with a super experienced career counselor that we had. Uh, and then promoted her to this position as well. Pastoral care is also done by teachers who want this, uh, who want to, to, who are passionate about this, and obviously they are compensated uh, for this. And so there's there's plenty of, of of opportunities. Again, the opportunities come for to those who are more active. So we will not chase people to to to, to give them opportunities, but the opportunities are there. They're up for grabs if you if you want to. Uh, Do a little sprint.
0: Learn more about the recruiting schedule and onboarding process. So let's talk about your recruiting schedule now. Um, You mentioned earlier that uh, uh, kind of in November you're you're talking to teachers uh, about uh, their plans. How does it go from there?
1: Well, um usually um unfortunately most of the teachers want to stay with us. And So we 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 we're happy about that. We have uh, uh, over 95% of a retention rate on on that end and that's something that we are very proud of. Um from from there on it's business as usual for the ones who want to stay, for the ones who don't want to stay, we want to understand why they why they don't want to stay. Is it is it something on our end? is it something that we can improve or is it something personal that has nothing to do with us and for that uh, we wish them all the best and, sure. and and we're here for them um and yeah it goes it goes on uh, from there
0: and 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 recruiting white so uh, where do you uh, how do you recruit new teachers
1: well we we are active in uh, in a couple of platforms uh, that are that's our uh for for the use of teachers we obviously use the more traditional linkedin methods and ref- referrals and so sure. on which sometimes the referrals are are the best way to get uh, to get teachers um we try and and uh, and uh, not hire so much locally um just because we don't want to like poach in, in, in the other schools. And, uh, and so we, we, that's something that we try to avoid. But if, if, if they come to us and if at the CVs are dropped out our door, we'll, we'll analyze them and, and make offers if, if it's suitable. Um, and uh, and so yeah, a lot of the times uh, the, it's the leadership team who does the interviews. And so it's the head of programs with our um, educational consultant that's always there to, to 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 guide the interviews and to ensure that we are ticking all the boxes that we need to tick. And and from there on, if, if, if the team is happy, they'll they'll make an offer. Right. If everything is good, we'll sign it. We'll get onto it and. Uh, and, yeah, prepare everything for a smooth start. Uh, we do it quite early. We are already hiring teachers for, for next uh, school year.
0: Right. Understood. And, and, okay, so you've given me an offer um, and uh, uh, I've accepted. Um, talk a little bit about the process of uh, after that. So uh, coming to, to, to Lisbon and then uh, the onboarding process when they arrive.
1: Yeah so we we have an, an induction week um that is the the last week uh of uh, the summer break let's say where sure. we have everybody back in school and a lot of it is is career uh, um Planning, curriculum planning and, and, and so on. But a lot of it is also understanding where you are. Are you all set? Do you have your bank accounts ready? Do you need any support on whatever, uh, social security numbers, all this, uh, bureaucratic hassle? Um, mm-hmm. how are you doing? How can we help? And, uh, and so, yeah, we do this one week of onboarding and we also, uh, have a lot of social events that we, that we promote. So, we do a lot of events as a community as a school with parents and with uh, uh, students as well but we also do a lot of events internally just for the just for the team just to try and and, and get everybody to know each other uh know a little bit more about each other and i mean we try not to force anything and have everything as natural and organic as possible uh, but we promote a lot of a lot of situations where you can uh well get to know more people and and get more comfortable in adjusting to a new job and a new country, uh, a
0: lot of times. Find out how to get a job at this teach amazing school. So you convinced me, Miguel, I really want to come. I want a job. Um, well, how do I, how do I uh, best get a job with you? Do I need to go through a recruiting agency or do I apply to your website? Well, what's the best way about uh, convincing you that I'm your man?
1: Yeah, well, uh, again, it, it for us it it comes back again to the transparency and so on. So if if you go into our website, uh, if you uh, look um f- where with where we have our team section, we have our board members there, we have everybody there, and we have our emails there. It's a bit dangerous. Uh, we get poached a little bit, uh, <laughs> but it also gives <laughs> gives the opportunity for people to get in touch and 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 so fortunately it works very well so yeah you're always uh, anybody who's interested is always available to go and uh, go in the in our website either on the contact session or if you want to get that more personalized targeted uh shot then go for the emails that are there we have the, the pictures we have the positions of everybody we have the contacts and so Let's go for
0: it. That's wonderful Miguel and so many schools are so protective about their data. It's great to see people wanting to actually reach out and be open uh, to uh, to others. Uh, it's uh is really really refreshing. Um and you know when I'm reaching out to you, uh, uh, I think I've got a pretty good picture of what you're looking for. Uh, um, someone who is uh, proactive, perhaps. Someone's got a good, solid background and lots of positive energy. Is that right?
1: Yeah, that's that's definitely something that we that we want. We want this positive energy. It's contagious and it really makes a difference, not only on your job but most of the times it makes a difference on everybody around you, teachers, students, parents. And so this is something that we are very, very big into, of course.
0: Sure. And is there somebody, if you've got like specific uh, questions or or more uh, routine questions, uh, is there a member of your team that people should focus in on? Perhaps uh, the HR team?
1: Yeah, well, uh, we we, we like to do it directly with our head of programmes. And they have enough on their plate already. But again, we like to cut the, the, the intermediaries and have direct connections between the people and, and so not get anything lost in translation, straight to the point. And so, yeah, that's, that, that would be
0: the, the most efficient way for us. So what other schools would you recommend? one last question, Miguel. Uh, If I don't manage to persuade you to to give me a job, or if uh, perhaps you don't have a job available for me, are there any other schools that you would recommend that share the same kind of belief system, philosophy, uh, that you feel comfortable uh, uh, recommending to people?
1: Yeah, I mean, most of the times, uh, it's the same in the end of the day, it's the same as what we do with our students. And so if students apply and we are not able to to, to welcome them, because of academics uh, special needs vacancies that we don't have we will always recommend and we say okay according to your profile we cannot get you but we would recommend the school we we do the same with teachers that uh we believe are are worthy of of of, of this uh, uh, as well of putting our word in uh for them and so uh yeah i mean if you if you have the right profile but you didn't manage to, to 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 get into our school because we don't have a vacancy or something like this. If you are looking at other IB schools, we would recommend Oeiras International School. It's also in Oeiras, so you're you're close by to come for some coffee and, and, and keep checking in for the vacancy. <laughs> and uh, and and yeah, and then we also there's another school which is is not IB or is not fully IB, which is United School in Lisbon. So it's not Oeiras; it's in Lisbon. It's it's. Uh, uh, newish schools, kind of similar to 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 us, different ways of teaching, different ways of learning, but good people, good owners, family people like we are, and uh, and part of a, of a reputable group. And so, uh, yeah, I would say those are the two that are worth uh, looking into if you want the sharing school spirit, but unfortunately, if it's not the right timing or something.
0: Thank you so much for your time today, McGrath. I've loved meeting you. I've loved learning about the school. Uh, really, really fascinating work. And it's fantastic to feel your energy and enthusiasm and your passion about uh, kids and learning. Um, as you say, uh, it makes one feel uh, optimistic that despite all of the, the challenges that we face in our world, uh, there are really uh, you know, people out there to, to, to drive positive change. So thank you so much. Um uh we were we were recording this while uh, Portugal uh, was playing soccer in the in the um in, in the World Cup. I don't know what the result was uh, uh but I hope they did well as as well.
1: <laughs> yeah, I believe so. My phone has been uh, has been beeping and and so I, I think it's uh, I think it's it's a good sign. I think we've managed to do well. I have to l- look back at it. I <laughs> hope so. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs>
0: Well, my, I'm, I'm British, obviously, so we, we're in a sort of false sense of security, having uh, had lots of uh, goals. My wife is German, and uh, all my German family are in deep depression right now. So uh, it's just the nature of the beast. Thank you so much for your time. Really enjoyed it, uh, and I wish you all the very best.
1: Thank you very much, Neil. Thank you, and, and please, you're so welcome to come and visit us when you're in, in, in Portugal, if you manage to come here any time and get the real feeling of what International Sharing School is. It's different when you step uh, your foot inside our, our school, so please come over. It will be a pleasure to welcome you.
0: Thanks for joining us today. We hope you enjoyed this visit to this Teach Amazing School. Subscribe to the Teach Amazing podcast and join us on our journey exploring amazing schools around the world.